Hi, I'm Jay Alex Woods, and I'm here to help you exceed beyond your wildest dreams and expectations. With my 30 plus years of entrepreneurial, executive, and agile coaching experience, I intend to empower you with the systems, strategies, and curated insights from the top thought leaders in tech, business, psychology, and team building to help you sharpen your focus and change your culture by delivering your most creative work that matters to people who care. Episode one, are you distinguishable? Think about it. If someone wants to be known for being someone who stands out, they certainly don't want to be thought of as being average. Average is almost like a curse word. Average is something that doesn't conjure up the hero mentality that we all have been indoctrinated to from movies and other media. We intuitively know that average really means mediocrity. Average doesn't get you a raise. Average doesn't get you the girl or the guy. Average doesn't get you noticed on social media. So how can we be distinguishable? How can we stand out? We do things that are really outrageous. We lie. We do things that we would normally not associate ourselves with So that we can just stand out. Nobody really wants to be thought of as average. Average says, like everyone else. It says, no risk was taken. Average says, little or no effort was given. No creativity or no thinking outside of the box or coloring outside of the lines. Ultimately, average really just says, there's nothing here. Just move on. So, Why are we surprised when people do just move on? Is it their job to see anything that we do as worth their time? How come it seems that we say that we are above average or exceptional or excellent, but we think that everybody else is average? Everyone else is below average whatever your standard is. Now, I've seen this actually in action so many times, being an agile coach, being an executive coach, and just being at work in general. You see people and you know who they are. You, whenever you go to work or whenever you even over Zoom, you know (laughs) that these people, of course, you're not one of these people who are average. I mean, it goes something like this. Hey, what's going on, Bob? Bob says nothing. I'm just uh, trying to wait till the end of the day. You say, well, yeah, I know what you mean. Hey, what about those things that uh, Gail, our boss, is actually asking for? Ah, uh, she's not going to get that. She's going to get this instead. It's going to take me a lot more longer time than I thought it was going to do. Instead of me just going to her and tell her, telling her, setting her expectations, I'm just going to Go with the flow. Yeah, just go with the flow. I know what you mean, man. And. But when we go with the flow, we're basically just being average, because if we thought about in that little scenario with Bob just going with the flow, 
why can't we just take the, the time to be more? Why can't we take the same amount of time to extend ourselves to be distinguished? Because at the end of the year, when we're sitting in our review, we're going to want to say all of the things that we thought were going to make us distinguished to get a higher raise or to get a higher performance review. So what is it about this being average and us wanting to be average until it's time for us to be assessed? Why is it that we can't live our lives constantly? Why is it that we feel that we want to live average, but be recognized as being above average or distinguished? Why? Why is it like that? Well, you know, over the course of time, I have understood this and I've done a lot of study on it because I'm into group dynamics, being an agile coach and executive coach and being someone who really likes to study the behavior of humans. And, you know, I'm a lab rat myself and I'm primarily my own lab rat. But over the course of years, I found this idea, this concept, and it's called the Dunning and Kruger effect. Now, some of, some of you may have heard of the Dunning and Kruger effect, but for those of you who haven't, the Dunning and Kruger effect works like this. Based upon this research that was done back around 1999, 2000, it talks about how people think they do better than they really do. They think they're above average, but they're really average. What they found was that they gave people these tests, these series of tests, and they ran these experiments, and they found out that the people, is really interesting, they found out that the people who thought they did really well on these series of tests and questions, they, if they asked these people, well, how well do you think you did? And they would say to them, well, you know, I think I did really, I think I knocked it out of the park. That group of people actually were below average or average. And the people who were, who asked when, when they were asked, thought that they didn't do as well on the test, or they, they said things like, oh, I think I did the best I could. I wasn't very sure. I, I'm not sure how well I did it, did on the test. People came back, those group of people, that test group of people came back higher, higher. Now, this wasn't just one test, but this thing was run consistently over several years and all of the thousands and upon thousands of people that they ran these series of tests on came back with the same results that the people who thought they did really well exceptionally well were the ones who were below average or at average or below and the people who thought they just barely did well or didn't really think that they did well at all they did collectively above average so I found over the years, as I saw this happening over and over and over again with the squads that I was coaching, with with being in business agility, with executives, that the people who thought they were really good and they were, you know, experiencing the Dunning and Kruger effect on the negative side, meaning that they were below average or average or below, they were really mediocre in everything. They were mediocre in their their communications. They were mediocre in the way that they did business, the way that they 
they showed up, they were just mediocre. And really, I found that people were hiding behind their mediocrity, meaning that they didn't really like to change. They really didn't like to have anybody come to them and say, hey, let's improve. How can we improve? How can we do better than what we're doing right now? Those people who thought that they were already exceptional, they were the ones that never said or generally never said or accepted any change. They always or usually thought that this was just overhead to go do, to try to transform to an agile methodology or to try to help any teams get better. They always thought they were the epitome. So in their head, they were actually hearing people's accolades. They were hearing the throngs of people giving them all kinds of credit. But in reality, people really thought of them as losers. They thought of them as someone who was not making contributions overall. So my question to you is how are you standing out? Because if you think you're really good, you're probably just best average. And that means you're just mediocre. So how can you be distinguished from anybody else, from the average folks, from the folks who really think they're good, like the ones who are really experiencing the Dunning and Kruger effect? And by the way, I just want to tell you something else about Dunning and Kruger. And Dunning and Kruger, this research took on such great momentum throughout all of uh, psychology. Other people began to study it too. And so Dunning and Kruger had data themselves that wasn't actually placed on graphs. They were placed on different graphs. But one of the subsequent studies that was done, somebody actually took a graph and they plotted this type of information that we're talking about right now. And it they noticed that if you started from zero, zero, and you went up to a, on a slope and then you got to a peak on that slope. And then when people began to realize that that peak on the slope actually signified how people began to realize realize that they weren't as good as they were, but that peak actually turned into a slope on the way down. And that peak was actually coined Mount Stupid because they figured and they showed the longer people stayed at that place, the more stupid or average or below average they were. So the term that was later coined stuck on stupid. That's actually where it came from. or That's one of the legends of where people think that came from because they called it as a result of the Dunning and Kruger experimentation and subsequent graphs of other types of uh, learnings that that peak on that graph was called Mount Stupid. And people who chose to stay on Mount Stupid ended up really being the most lowest performers, the most mediocre workers and friends and husbands and wives and people who you couldn't really depend on. So this distinguishing factors turned out to be, in those cases, mediocrity. Nobody wants to be thought of as being mediocre. But, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, one time uh, I would always come to my, (laughs) I would always think about this and talk to some of my other coaches and other people who were helping other executives. And we would um, banter around and we come up with this uh, William Shakespeare quote. And And it went something like this. The fool don't think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. So if you think you got this all down pat, generally speaking, you're really, really at best average or below. Charles Darwin also said something real similar to this. 
Ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge. The Dunning and Kruger effect suggests that people less competent in a given area, the more less competent you were, the more chance you had of actually thinking you were really, really good. So how can you really overcome this? How can you deal with this? I mean, I have to deal with this all the time because people come to me being a coach. They want answers. And that's not what you necessarily do when you're a coach. You're not supposed to really give people answers. I mean, if you're taking a consultative stance, that's a little bit different. But generally speaking, being a a coach, you really shouldn't just give answers. So people come to you and you think they think that you have answers and you really need to learn how to be humble. That's the word humble, because the more humble you are, the more likely you're to be distinguished. That is ironic because in this day and time, people think people who are humble are soft they're weak. The real way to be distinguished is to be humble and to be someone who is positioning themselves to serve. And as you begin to see this, because I've seen it and I've had to live it, as a matter of fact, you can't actually help anybody change by telling them that they need to change. The best way or one of the best ways to get change to happen is to be humble around those that you want change to occur in. And as that happens with you about you being humble, you don't even have to, you know, I've heard it said, if you want people to change, you be the change that you want people to change to or something like that. The people who are humble, the people who are eager to take a step down and lift somebody else up, those are the ones that stand out today. So I hope you got some value from this. And I hope going forward, as you see others around you being average and mediocre, understand probably the real reason why they're just average and they're mediocre is because they think they're a lot smarter than they really are. The smart people are the humble people. The people who stink, distinguish and stand out are those who are willing to let somebody else be in front of them. There's a book out that says that leaders eat last. I think that's a Simon Sinek book, if I'm not mistaken. But that book and others like it really help us understand how we should be able to distinguish ourselves. Hope to see you next time. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, I'd love to hear from you and carry on this conversation please reach me at jalexwoods at exceed.zone. That's jalexwoods at exceed.zone.